0: Hello and welcome to the I Know I Love podcast. I am your host Kevin, and I would like to welcome you all to the first official episode of the I Know I Love podcast. Um, I am like a little. I'm I'm really excited. I'm I'm trying to like, uh, you know, figure out the ins and outs of podcasting still. And you know, I think uh, I think I'm, I'm working on the mic situation, and I'm, I think it's coming along. And I have like a list of topics. Um, coming up and uh sort of like structurally outlines going on like it's all really organized so it's coming along really well um and i think just it's one of those things i think it's like the more i do it the more like you know comfortable i'm going to become and also i think the more structured everything will become as well so for our first 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 official episode (laughs) um i was racking my brain i was like okay so there's a lot of things like my my topics for this podcast are very broad i mean we're talking about films we're talking about tv shows video games literature um and i just was like man there's so many things that i love like there's so many things i could talk about like for the very first episode um and i don't know why but immediately i gravitated towards television shows And I started racking my brain for some of my favorites of that, and I just decided on one of my all-time favorite cartoons. Um, I thought it would be a good place to start uh, for the first episode. I thought um, it's kind of a more accessible topic as well, and um, I think a lot of people that are familiar with the uh, television show I'm going to be discussing, the cartoon, um, I think a lot of people are going to be Uh, able to relate to sort of a lot of my opinions on why I feel like it is a very relevant show, why it has stood the test of time. And so the show I'm going to be discussing today and talking about is the cartoon Recess. Um, Disney's Recess, if you want to call it that and be official. But yes, Recess, um, it is a Disney show from the 90s. And I'm actually going to, uh, while I'm being transparent here throughout the show i will be being very transparent with like researching and stuff like maybe while i'm on the podcast so so just to make sure um that i'm getting a lot of the facts correct um disney's recess was actually came out in 1997 and i would have been in about uh sixth grade i believe um either right after fifth grade i think I, i would have to have been about sixth grade um, and so my discovery of this, I think, was, was pretty broad, uh, pretty you know, natural, I should say, um, in terms of you know how I came to discover disease recess, which was simply you know, the typical activity of coming home after school and turning on the TV, having a snack uh, and just you know watching hours and hours of cartoons. I mean, there's a tons of cartoons I'm going to be talking about um, on this particular podcast. Um, I mean, some that just popped to mind that, you know, I remember watching uh, After School, of course, Doug, uh, Gargoyles, uh, Aladdin, which a lot of people knock the Aladdin um, show cartoon, but I I actually thought it was pretty good. Uh, Pepper Ann, which is definitely one I'm going to do an episode on because I think it's extremely relevant. Um, But for some reason, uh, Recess immediately um, spoke to me from like the very first time I saw it. I don't remember that I necessarily saw it from the very first episode, but I remember the first time when I when I sort of was habitually watching it, that it just spoke to me more than any show as a child I was watching or cartoon at the time had. Um, and I find this to be for a couple reasons, kind of just getting into you know why there's some components that I feel work for recess so if you're not familiar with recess um the show is basically about um a group of fourth graders uh that are friends and um most of the episodes center around their activities of recess which is of course an after after sorry during school um but you get like a break time about an hour 45 minutes roughly Um, To kind of just hang out with your friends and play in the schoolyard and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not sure that schools do that as much anymore. Um, But back then, that was definitely a common theme. I know my recess personally was after lunch. uh, We would have about 30 minutes. And so each episode is just structured around, um, of course, a particular uh, topic or theme regarding sometimes all of the characters at once. Sometimes um, it would be like... An individual character going through something. One of sometimes even the teachers were involved in the episodes, which I thought was interesting. And they pretty much it's like broken down into 20-minute episodes. So each like full episode, uh, a full like 30-minute segment of um, recess would usually comprise of two episodes, well, 15 minutes, roughly each. Um, little little lower maybe with co- when you're factoring in, of course, commercials um and then so you got like you know you're bang for your buck you got like two episodes per per unit uh every day and so i think the thing some things that just stand out to me about recess just in terms of why i think it is uh that the things just that stand out for me uh comparing it to other shows out or cartoons out there um i found first off the cast itself um i think that this cast um, of recess the characters they have um are very different from one another and that was one thing that i think as a kid really spoke to me because you know so much so often in like school tv shows and movies and stuff um, we get sort of bombarded with this idea of cliques and, um, you know, like the jocks hang out with the jocks, the cheerleaders hang out with the cheerleaders, the goth kids hang out with the goth kids, and, you know, the punk kids hang out with the punk kids, all that kind of stuff. For me, Recess was the first time I saw a show where, like, the kids were not separated like that. Like, all of, the, all of the main characters are very different from one another, and yet they're all best friends at the same time. And I found that to be relatable to sort of my own um, school situation where like, you know, i even through high school, like I, I found myself having, you know, friends kind of in every sort of area. It wasn't just like specifically, you know, I only talked to like the skater kids or the preppy kids or whatever. Like I, I was more just about like, you know, you're cool. We get along. Um, you know, cool. Let's do this friendship thing. (laughs) Um, and so just some of the main characters, um, that, that, you know were centered the show was centering around we have tj who's basically the leader of the group um gretchen she was kind of like the the smartest kid in school uh character mikey bloomberg was um considered to be like the poet sort of the most the more emotional sensitive type uh vince lasalle uh was like the most athletic of the group and spinelli was sort of like uh, from the out, from the exterior, you know, she's kind of seemed like the school bully, but really she was kind of like a softie and, you know, she really stood up for her friends. And then Gus um, doesn't come around so I believe episode two. And he uh, was like at first starting out the new kid. And then eventually like Gus kind of becomes sort of the kid that like, I, I always felt like Gus sort of represented the average, like, you know, schooler kid, whether that's middle school, or elementary school, um, I personally felt like I related the most to Gus in terms of his uh, worries, um, his insecurities, and you know he was surrounded by this group of very confident people that kind of was able to support him in you know whatever he was going through at the time. And so with all of these characters, it's you know you really can see how um, one thing you'll notice if you if you are familiar with the show, if you check it out, you know now is. I found that each character to be sort of like a sort of an archetype, like an extreme archetype of sort of um characters or, or students that you would see within your own school so like you know the leaders the smart kids you know the talented ones the sensitive ones you know the ones that stand up for you that kind of thing the athletic ones um and the fact that they were all best friends i thought was just an interesting idea and i mean and and maybe there's a lot of people in in school that had that situation i just felt like that i had never seen that before um on a show and immediately i was like this is really cool like they can kind of be friends with whoever they want which is true and you know that's just something that should be right but it wasn't always i feel like represented another thing that i think for me stands out for this show is the fact that um, it had a lot of really strong voice talent um, which for cartoons can be really tricky. Um, I think one of the only ones that I think does it across the board well was some of the older like Peanuts um, cartoons and films because I found I think they casted well with those kids that had You know, not the typical like cutesy you know voice um, you'd expect, but just kind of like realistic voices of kids that you might have been in class with or that you'd been familiar with those kinds of things. So, um, the voice acting I think in Recess is also top notch as well. The storylines in general of Recess was another thing that kind of caught me off guard as as a kid, where um, the storylines are very. I found it to be very open with the like the sort of possibilities because there's so many kids, other kids on the show besides this main group that like you'll find that some episodes you'll come up like you'll have seen this one character in the background. Um, and then all of a sudden like they're featured on the show and like they have to be helped by the group or something You know, the, so, the storyline can sometimes center around some of the background characters as well And so you're like, oh, okay, like that's who that kid is okay That's who she is or that's you know, their story or whatever. That's their personality um, and so it was like you were constantly like sort of um, unrolling this ball of string when it comes to really knowing this world of recess um, as it pertains to the show, I just thought that was just a cool concept. Like, it just felt like the the literally like the um, the options were just Im- limitless. I felt like with this show, and uh, like there's just so many times where there you, where you'll watch an episode and be like, I can't believe like they hadn't done that before. Like that seems so obvious, um, and then they do. And then there's other ones where like they get a little more out there and a little more like inventive um, with the storylines and. And you're going okay. Like that's pretty cool. Like that's I, that's very unexpected. And also, you know, this show did go through um, a cast change. One that I'm, I know from, I am very familiar with is that of the main character TJ. Um, the the original voice actor. I think he voiced like maybe the first one and a half two seasons, and then eventually, um, I think Andrew Lawrence was the one that took over um, from from for the original. Uh, tj as well and again it was the same thing where both actually no uh, ross millinger he was he was i believe one year um and so but again even though you had these two voice actors playing the same character and they they, they had to change them um it's the the show keeps moving like you kind of are like oh he sounds a little different whatever because the show still maintained its, integ- its integrity um you know of being like really solid and entertaining going back to the storylines of the show they um as the show progresses it's about i believe it's four seasons um and it ran for about four years i believe and as it keeps going like i never felt like that was another thing watching it even as a kid that i just felt like i never i never ran out of steam like for me it could have gone on like you know another four years at least um you know but of course the voice actors get older and you know voices change, of course um but I felt like the storylines were becoming more and more creative. Like it was still hilarious from like the first season even to the last season, um, and the way that they have these characters sort of go through just varieties of different situations. Um, I just, I again, like some you you feel like you know the idea of recess as a construct. I think is kind of is a confined space, right? Um, and yet. They they really like were able to broaden um, what they could talk about, things they can discuss. Those, of course, are some of the basic things you know regarding the show and what it's about and you know what it covers. But as I have one thing that has sort of you know made it the foundation in terms of I compare every other cartoon to this show in terms of quality and what it has to offer is I feel like, and I mean maybe there's not cartoons I'm familiar with. For me, I feel like recess ages very well as you get older, um, and that has been something that in my life, I mean, I'm talking like, you know, this is over 20 years that I, since I had discovered, since the show first came on, you know, I'm, in, I'm 35, so it's been a while since it first came on compared to watching it now, and it has really stood the test of time. I mean, like there was times where I was in like high school or college and I would kind of reference back to the show and I found that I was discovering new jokes. I was getting new jokes that maybe as a younger kid, I I didn't entirely understand, but like maybe they went over on my head. It was not like they were inappropriate, but like they weren't, I wasn't sort of like culturally like, um, in tune with whatever it was they were talking about, but then at that age, like as a teenager, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's actually pretty clever." And even as an adult in my 30s, it has still stood the test, stood the test of time. I've recently, like in the last year or so, I've kind of reviewed the whole series again um, through Disney Plus, and it still is good. It's like, I mean, I've seen some of the episodes like so many times, but like I notice something new every single time I watch the same episodes or like the same seasons or whatever. Um again it's the same thing, different jokes that I didn't catch on before. Um and just as you watch it, it's just, you know, it's you you just kind of are like, wow, like it's still good. It's it's still good. And any and I mean I've never personally met anybody that has seen recess that has not been a fan of it in some form, maybe not to the extremes that I am. Um, but I've never met someone to be like, eh, like, I didn't really like it. I mean, I've met people that have felt that way about others, like, you know, Doug and stuff like that. I mean, most people I know have liked Doug, but I cannot think of one person I know that does not like Risa's. And so I just find it to be really relevant that, it is a sh- it's, it, that it's a cartoon that stands the test of time. I mean, there's, there's a lot of cartoons out there that, um... You know, we're, are culturally relevant for their time. I mean, you know that, like, of course, you know, The Simpsons kind of goes on with the times currently, um, and so it, it remains current because it's currently going on, right? Because even with being so old of a show, um, Recess, I, I, and I don't even know that they expected it to to be able to stand the test of time. I just think it's a really well written show. I think that they they understood, like, from the beginning, like who their audience was um of course kids but like they also weren't afraid to sort of like explore the boundaries of that like okay so we also you know the adult the creators of course being adults themselves i mean they were able to also throw in sort of clever uh jokes clever one-liners clever situations that like adults watching it with their kids may also understand and think was funny as well and so I just love the show and uh, I think that if you have not ever seen Recess, I mean you certainly should check it out. I think it is just one of those things that like comes along once in a lifetime. I've I've seen really good con- cartoons and, and shows that have been similar um, with like structurally or uh, they try to hit like a sort of target um, style of comedy, but Recess being I think the original Um, with, I feel like doing that kind of thing and having such diverse characters, um, whether that be culturally or just personality wise, I mean, it really comprises of, I think one of the most diverse casts in like, at least a cartoon. Um, and so just kind of some points about like why I think it is, uh, why I find it to be relevant. Um, again, like I said, I think ability to stand the test of time is something that a lot of shows not even just cartoons but a lot of shows i think struggle with where uh you can watch it back and go i mean it's good but like it's kind of different than what i thought like i've i've had that experience before where like there was there was certain series or shows that i loved and then i watch it today i'm like am i different or is this just not as good as i thought it was or you know like that just happens but like recess i mean beyond i mean it's not just nostalgia because i've had movies and shows and stuff that, that like i've reviewed again um that i remember loving as a kid i'm like this is kind of like not good <laughs> like it's kind of like it's not really funny or it's not like what was it about this that i liked originally and not that that happens all the time but it does sometimes happen and with recess i just i have literally watched it at so many points in my life um from beginning to end like the whole series you know over the course you know a couple months or so that it usually takes and i find myself going yeah like it's still good like i and i and i hope that um you know it never becomes a thing where like i'm like you know 80 years old i'm like oh now it sucks okay (laughs) like now it's now it's not as good as i thought and you know okay that boo you know um i don't think that's ever going to happen i think i just have such admiration for the show itself and just a love for it that like i cannot imagine it ever not be relevant um but again i think culturally it's a timeless show i think that it respects its characters which i'll be talking a lot about that when i talk about shows and films on this podcast um it it doesn't force characters into situations that like they would not be in um and so like when i feel like they i i think whenever they were coming up with ideas for like okay this episode's going to be about this this episode's going to be about that i think when when the writers were coming up with the ideas for that i can imagine that they probably had to have had in mind who this episode is going to be about and as and then why because it relates the most to them some of my just standout episodes i mean if you're a fan i mean you're um, hopefully you agree but i'm sure you might remember some and if you're not these are ones that you definitely want to look out for um there is an episode in season season three um called dodgeball city and it's a very uh straightforward episode about this one's pretty much centered around gus and basically, the group, um, they they kind of always always at uh, odds with the fifth graders, you know, the main group, the main core of the of the cast. They're always kind of arguing and getting into it with the fifth graders because the fifth graders kind of treat them like crap, and, you know, they're little fourth graders, whatever. There's Lawson, who, um, Lawson is kind of like the, the, one of the main fifth graders who's kind of a jerk, but, like, you know, he always rags on the other kids when they're playing things like kickball and dodgeball and stuff, and um you know because tj and the friends are all like little fourth graders right so um there's that dynamic but he kind of likes tj he considers him cool but you know he can't like let his fifth grade friends know that right so there's this issue with dodgeball that they're having and you know they're like tj and his friends are like getting their butts kicked at dodgeball and so like they're kind of just like oh what are we going to do and you know they make this bet about like how um you know they're going to just take loss and down you know for all the marbles and like when we say that i mean we're talking about just off, often it could be like money or some sort of like uh worthful thing thing that's worth something and in this case being recess and clever they're actually talking literally about all of the marbles that they have as kids like the bags of marbles and so tj is just so frustrated because you know he has to like beat this guy Lawson in his fifth grade team and so they go to like the after school like get some milkshakes at the at the um, little store in the town, and you know Gus is kind of, has kind of no, been nowhere to be seen in this episode. You know he's been practicing this guitar, like he's taken on guitar and wanting to learn that. And so in comes this other student from some other school, and he recognizes Gus and calls him El Diablo. And so immediately T.J. and his friends are like, who's El Diablo? Gus Gus bolts and he gets out of there. And uh, they're like, who the heck is what is El Diablo? So the kid goes on to tell them that gus is this had been at his school um again kind of countering back a little bit here gus uh has a military father so he has had to move around schools a lot throughout the country um and so this is like the first school he's been able to really plant for a while so just some background story so the kid says gus was at my school holy crap and he was like you know The dodgeball king and everyone was afraid of him and they called him el diablo because he was so amazing so it becomes sort of this like western themed episode where like uh there's like this twangy background music like in some of the scenes and um not to spoil too much but this kid this little kid um you know i think he's like a first grader like kind of gets hurt on the playground while they're playing dodgeball and uh of course lawson throws the ball and, and he accidentally hits this kid so gus emerges as you know he, he says you know i've retired i don't want to play anymore but at this moment when this happens he's like oh hell no you know and he like um comes out of nowhere and just like finally plays so Rhesus is like oh it's el diablo and it gets like all widescreen and like it just it's like you know there's like a tumble i believe there's a tumbleweed i think it is actually that clever and it's just like a really funny episode but it's like so silly at the same time um Another one is uh, actually a lot of my favorite episodes, I'm not going to like try to find titles of stuff, but a lot of my favorite episodes are usually around Gus and Gretchen. I think for whatever reason, I just, it's not even that they're necessarily like my favorite characters. I mean, I, in a way they are, but like, I think their episodes are the, often the most creative. Um, Gretchen is like, again, the smartest girl in the school and everything. And, and so many of her episodes are so smart. like. There's one where it's she gets like this new like gadget, um, that she brings to school and it goes missing and it turns into this sort of film noir episode that gets all black and white. Like the episode is a cartoon for children and literally goes black and white. And you're like, what the heck's going on? Is my TV messed up? Whatever. But it's because of the genre that they're trying to sort of bring into the scope, uh, for kids to see. And it's just like, I just thought it was just such a clever way for them to sneak in, um, that type of genre into a kids cartoon and it's she she kind of narrates the the episode herself in this sort of like 50 60s crime uh style of writing and there's another one where she like learns the yo-yo because you know she doesn't want to just be a smart girl and she wants to be good at the sport i mean there's so many good episodes of this show like i mean i could literally go on and on um but those are just some highlights that again like you that just have like if you were just gonna jump into an episode, I mean, from those, I, that would be my reasonings as to why um, I think the show is funny. So um, just to kind of get to the closer here, um, you know, being the first episode, I, I just I kind of just like I said, I wanted to do something that I felt like was very straightforward, very accessible, um, and just to any person of any age. And you know, it's just one of those things that I, I know I love, and, and again, that is recess being the uh, first episode um of i know i love so that is gonna be this i know i love recess uh for several reasons um like i said the cast is great writing is spot on culturally relevant in a timeless way it just stands the test of time and again i love when there's sh- not even just shows but f- any form of entertainment where it's something that you can sort of come back to and notice something that you didn't notice before i will be talking a lot about that um, I think a lot of the stuff I like um, or I love, uh, I think it has that um, going for it most of the time. So it is official. We have come to the end of the I Know I Love podcast's first episode. Yay. <laughs> um, and, it, and, you know, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. Uh, the more I started playing around with some things on my end, um, I'm, I'm getting the hang of this. So I do so much appreciate uh, you listening wherever you may be, wherever you are and uh i've i would like to try for right now i might actually um try to do about two episodes a week um but we'll see how that goes and then you know i'm going to try to pick some sort of different medium every episode uh going forward so i really appreciate you all listening and check out episode two thank you Thanks for listening to the I Know I Love podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe on Spotify at I Know I Love podcast and follow me on Instagram also at I Know I Love podcast for episode updates and other goings on. Thanks again for listening.